0: Welcome to the Phil Sport Total Hoops Podcast for the week ending November 19th. Let's check the ball and get hooping. First up, the NBA. Well, surprise, surprise, Draymond Green got suspended. Now, isn't that a shocker? When I saw the video right away, I thought he should get at least 10 games or more, but he'll probably only get five. And what did he get? Five. Draymond obviously has anger management issues, and he's not going to change until he gets suspended for 25 games or more. Rudy Gilbert, who was the uh, victim of the uh, Green attack, he got his neck grabbed, if you haven't seen it, uh, from behind and pulled. Now, he had an interesting comment. Gilbert said that Green probably wanted to get tossed because Curry was already out of the game due to an injury, and Green doesn't want to play when Curry's not playing. Uh, Gilbert's probably right, but who really knows? Well, the Clippers finally won a game with Harden. Boston uh, just keeps rolling along. Uh, Milwaukee is making adjustments with Dame, and Philly took a a slight tumble after uh, missing two of their top six players. Right now, the Eastern Conference is uh, shaping up as expected, but the West has uh, two surprise teams in Minnesota and Houston, both of which right now would be in the playoffs. Now, I took some flack uh, from Boston and Milwaukee fans for picking the Sixers uh, to get past the second round of the playoffs this season, but I do believe the Sixers have the greatest upside and that uh, Nick Nurse will make that much of a difference. Now, that's assuming Embiid's healthy for the playoffs, which, of course, is a huge assumption. Now, half the playoff battle uh, and having a long run in the playoffs is having a healthy team. Last year, Giannis... Hero, Embiid, and LeBron all got hurt. Uh, Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, and Embiid seem to get hurt every year. Now, uh, currently, Jamal Murray's out, Curry's out, and uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis are both nicked up. And it's only 10 games into the season. So come playoff time, we have to wait and see uh, which team's best uh, weather the injury storm. Now the comments I hear about the play-in tournament is that everybody hates the courts. The designs are ugly and they mask some of the court markings that one would see on a regular game. And apparently uh, these marked up courts aren't safe. Jalen Green said he injured his groin while slipping on uh, Toronto's uh, play-in court. Green stated the court was slippery and everyone was slipping, not just him. And of course the Wizards are the first team eliminated from the tournament. Now, in the uh, men's NCAA, Kansas is ranked number one, rightfully so. And uh, between uh, the ACC and the Big Ten right now, there are almost uh, 20 teams without a loss. In the NCAA women's, uh, South Carolina looks good. And both uh, UConn and Iowa have taken early losses. Now, uh, for the coaching segment, the NBA is like the NFL in that it's a copycat league. When on offense, most teams run what's called a five-out offense against a man-to-man defense. It's called a five-out because all five players stand around and outside the three-point line and begin the offense by running uh, continual picking uh, rolls and cuts to the basket. The idea is to create a drive to the basket and make an off-ball defender pick up the driver. Then the uh, pass gets thrown out to the uh, man that's left open for a uh, uncontested three-point shot. Another popular offense is uh, called the flex offense, which I prefer because uh, they have uh, off-ball screening down low. Defensively, uh, many teams are beginning to play more zone defense uh, in an attempt to stop the screening. Right now, Indiana ranks as the top offensive team in the league uh, points-wise, and they also have the most assists per game. And uh, Boston ranks as the uh, best defensive team. Now, I mentioned in the uh, last podcast that I would discuss calls that I believe NBA officials miss the most. So uh, let's have a drum roll. And the most missed call are illegal screens especially screens out front uh, where they're easiest to see and should be called. Screeners typically have their legs far outside their shoulders, which is illegal. They aren't properly set, illegal, and uh, they roll too early uh, to the basket, also illegal. Now, here's a challenge. If anyone can tell me who the worst screening offender currently playing in the NBA is, They'll get a free copy of Basketball Smarty Pants Hoops for everyone. Just drop me a line at the Phil Sport Hoops Podcast at gmail.com. It also seems that the refs tend to miss many head and uh, face shots, and that may be because they consider it incidental contact, uh, or it happens so quick the official doesn't have time to decide whether to blow the whistle or not. I I can tell you this. Most players do hate getting hit in the face or the head. Now, uh, the NBA made one rule change this year, which I'm not sure I agree with. They instituted uh, what's called a uh, flop rule, which is supposed to penalize any player that over-embellishes or exaggerates contact in an attempt to draw a foul. The embellisher uh, will receive a technical foul for flopping. Now, the official's job is hard enough without having them trying to decide whether a player is embellishing contact or not. And uh, I could be on the wrong side of this issue. I haven't seen as uh, much player embellishment this year as in the past. By the way, I'm going to begin a short YouTube series called Blind Justice about officiating. Uh, now it's time for what all you pickup players are waiting for. Dear Kamish... Last week, I discussed uh, how to deal with the player that always calls a foul. The one comment I received on that uh, posting was that a uh, guy said, and I quote, just clobber the guy really hard and then tell him, now that's a foul. Now, I think that person may have some anger management issues. This week, let's talk about how players get into a game. Now, most gyms I've played in, it's usually pretty straightforward. The first 10 players in, you start the first game, and as players enter the gym, get on the following teams. But what happens uh, when you're waiting for players? A guy enters the gym but has to go to the locker room to get changed, and uh, during uh, the changing period, another guy walks in, and now you've got 10 on the court. Do you start playing, or do you wait for the guy changing down in the locker room? Well, uh, my answer to that is it depends. If the guy downstairs changing is a diva and going to take 10 to 15 minutes, start playing. If he's a quick changer, you may want to give him a couple minutes grace period. Now there's a guy who decides to change right in the gym, and he's uh, bouncing his junk right in front of players and kids. Also, how do you handle the situation when there's uh, 10 players, however, the guy that opens the gym and runs things is delayed for some reason. Do you start and piss off the real commissioner? How do you handle all these? Uh, you can let me know at the Phil Sport Hoops Podcast at gmail.com. Now calling Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. It's time for General Hospital. This segment of the podcast, we're going to discuss the most common basketball injury. The sprained ankle. Now, I've had a few in my time, but it's something I really don't have to worry about anymore, having a uh, one-inch vertical jump. But uh, for you hoopsters that still elevate, uh, if you come down on somebody's uh, foot or roll your ankle, the single best thing you can do immediately, try to wrap, to get the ankle wrapped. Putting ice on the ankle will help, but without the compression, the ankle's still going to swell up. By wrapping the ankle right away, there's no place for the ankle to swell, so the swelling eventually will take place above the wrapping. If you're wearing high-top sneakers, retie the shoe tighter. Now, the first couple nights, it's going to hurt like heck, and you're not going to get much sleep, but the ankle will heal faster. Also, you want to do the uh, ice and elevation, but getting it wrapped right away is paramount. You'll know that uh, it's working when you see the swelling show above the uh, wrapping on your calf. Well, now it's story time. I'm going to share a story that happened when I was officiating many years ago. Our gym had started up a basketball league, and uh, part of the conditions of playing and having a team in the league was that uh, each team had to provide an official to officiate games so they could save money. Now, at the time, I was an IBO accredited official, so I officiated the games for our teams. Well, I got paired up with a guy, and we'll call him Freddy. Uh, we were working a game, and uh, Freddy made a call that a player on one team didn't like. Well, this player and Freddy were really good friends, and they really got into it. Uh, they were yelling and screaming at each other, and finally they started fighting. So once the fight was broken up, I had to toss the player, but I also tossed Freddie out of the gym. And frankly, I think they both left together to go outside and continue the fight. To this day, I'm not sure anyone, uh, any official, uh, had to toss their officiating partner out of the gym. Now, uh, StatGeek uh, for this week came up with uh, an, one unusual statistic. There was uh, one NBA player that averaged more than 48 minutes per game during an entire season, and it was uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt uh, literally played every minute uh, during a season, and that included uh, overtime games. Now, that's an impressive statistic that I don't think will ever get broken. Now, here's another one uh stat guy provided. There are two players in the NBA uh, currently shooting over seven three-point attempts per game and shooting over 44%. Steph Curry on uh, 12 attempts per game, which is crazy, and Tyrese Maxey at almost eight attempts per game. I uh, watched Maxey take a a three-pointer from the Nets logo the other day and make it. I can't imagine having that kind of range. Uh, Now for the uh, hoopsters in the news. Uh, Last week, I already discussed Draymond Green. Ben Simmons is out again with yet another back injury. Uh, When the injury was uh, mentioned to a teammate, uh, Cam Thomas, his response was, oh, it's the back this time. Uh, Russell Westbrook volunteered to come off the bench for the L.A. Clippers, and uh, uh, the most valuable trade piece from Chicago may not be uh, Zach Levine, But Alex Caruso, Uh, I hear Washington's already looking to get rid of Jordan Poole. And uh, regarding Kelly Oubre, there's rumors afloat that he really wasn't hit by a car because no video can be found of the alleged incident. I guess my uh, court theory is still in play, uh, but it didn't do FERC any good, even if he did do it, because uh, even with uh, Oubre and Batum out, he's not getting any more minutes. Now, Saudi Equipment Guy wanted to remind all pickup players to shell out 10 bucks and order a basketball pump and needle and keep it in your hoops bag. You'll be surprised how often it's used uh, once players know that you have it. Now, in next week's podcast, I'm going to uh, cover the usual hoops range of topics. And in the meantime, if you have any good stories or comments, I can be reached at the philsporthoopspodcast at gmail.com. I'm even going to close out with a quote. Uh, When I'm old and gray, I won't be able to play it, but I'll still love the game. Now, that's a quote from one Michael Jordan. Now for the uh, clock countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Game over. Adios. Sayonara. See ya.